Welcome to the Story Lady Podcast. I'm your host, Taryn Young. I'm so glad that you've joined me today. Let's see what fun and adventure we find in a story. Let's read. Welcome back to My Father's Dragon. When we last saw Elmer, he was on his way to Wild Island. He had boarded a ship to Tangerina and hidden himself down in the hold amongst some bags of wheat. Now remember, he has his backpack with him that is full of all the supplies he is going to need. So let's read on and see what happens next. Chapter 3. My Father Finds the Island My father hid in the hold for six days and nights. Twice he was nearly caught when the ship stopped to take on more cargo. But at last he heard a sailor say that the next port would be Cranberry and that they'd be unloading the wheat there. My father knew that the sailors would send him home if they caught him. So he looked in his knapsack and took out a rubber band and the empty grain bag with the label saying Cranberry. At the last moment, my father got inside the bag, knapsack and all, folded the top of the bag inside, and put the rubber band around the top. He didn't look just exactly like the other bags, but it was the best he could do. Soon, the sailors came to unload. They lowered a big net into the hold and began moving the bags of wheat. Suddenly, one sailor yelled, Great Scott! This is the queerest bag of wheat I've ever seen! It's all lumpy-like, but the label says it goes to Cranberry. The other sailors looked at the bag, too, and my father, who was in the bag, of course, tried even harder to look like a bag of wheat. Then another sailor felt the bag, and he just happened to get hold of my father's elbow. I know what this is, he said. This is a bag of dried corn on the cob. And he dumped my father into the big net along with the other bags of wheat. This all happened in the late afternoon, so late that the merchant in Cranberry, who had ordered the wheat, didn't count his bags until the next morning. He was a very punctual man and never late for dinner. The sailors told the captain, and the captain wrote down on a piece of paper that they had delivered 160 bags of wheat and one bag of dried corn on the cob. They left the piece of paper for the merchant and sailed away that evening. My father heard later that the merchant spent the whole next day counting and recounting the bags and feeling each one trying to find the bag of dried corn on the cob. He never found it because as soon as it was dark, my father climbed out of the bag, folded it up and put it back in his knapsack. He walked along the shore to a nice sandy place and lay down to sleep. My father was very hungry when he woke up that next morning. Just as he was looking to see if he had anything left to eat, something hit him on the head. It was a tangerine. He had been sleeping right under a tree full of big, fat tangerines. And then he remembered that this was the island of Tangerina. Tangerine trees grew wild everywhere. My father picked as many as he had room for, which was 31 and started off to find Wild Island. He walked and walked and walked along the shore, looking for the rocks that joined the two islands. He walked all day, and once, when he met a fisherman and asked him about Wild Island, 
the fisherman began to shake and couldn't talk for a long while. It scared him that much, just thinking about it. Finally, he said, oh, Many people have tried to explore Wild Island, but no one has come back alive. We think they were eaten by wild animals. This didn't bother my father. He kept walking and slept on the beach again at night. It was beautifully clear the next day, and way down the shore, my father could see a long line of rocks leading out into the ocean. And way, way out at the end, he could see just a tiny patch of green. He quickly ate seven tangerines and started down the beach. It was almost dark when he came to the rocks, but there, way out in the ocean, was the patch of green. He sat down and rested a while, remembering that the cat had said, If you can, go out to the island at night, because then the wild animals won't see you coming along the rocks, and you can hide when you get there. So my father picked seven more tangerines, put on his black rubber boots, and waited for dark. It was a very black night, and my father could hardly see the rocks ahead of him. Sometimes they were quite high, and sometimes the waves almost covered them, and they were slippery and hard to walk on. Sometimes the rocks were far apart, and my father had to get a running start and leap from one to the next. After a while, he began to hear a rumbling noise. It grew louder and louder as he got nearer to the island. At last, it seemed as if he was right on top of the noise, and he was. He had jumped from a rock onto the back of a small whale who was fast asleep and cuddled up between two rocks. The whale was snoring and making more noise than a steam shovel, so it never heard my father say, Oh, I didn't know that was you and it never knew my father had jumped on its back by mistake. For seven hours, my father climbed and slipped and leapt from rock to rock. But while it was still dark, he finally reached the very last rock and stepped off onto Wild Island. Chapter 4. My Father Finds the River The jungle began just beyond a narrow strip of beach, thick, dark, damp, scary jungle. My father hardly knew where to go, so he crawled under a wahoo bush to think and ate eight more tangerines. The first thing to do, he decided, was to find the river, because the dragon was tied somewhere along its bank. Then he thought, if the river flows into the ocean, I ought to be able to find it quite easily if I just walk along the beach far enough. So my father walked until the sun rose and he was quite far from the ocean rocks. It was dangerous to stay near them because they might be guarded in the daytime. He found a clump of tall grass and sat down. Then he took off his rubber boots and ate three more tangerines. He could have eaten twelve, but he hadn't seen any tangerines on this island and he could not risk running out of something to eat. My father slept all day and only woke up late in the afternoon when he heard a funny little voice saying, Queer, queer, what a dear little dock. I mean, dear, dear, what a queer little rock. My father saw a tiny paw rubbing itself on his knapsack. He lay very still and the mouse, 
whatever it was a mouse, hurried away, muttering to himself, I must smell, Tum Duddy. I mean, I must tell somebody. My father waited a few minutes and then started down the beach because it was almost dark now, and he was afraid the mouse really would tell somebody. He walked all night, and two scary things happened. First, he just had to sneeze, so he did, and somebody close by said, Is that you, a monkey? My father said, Yes. And then the voice said, You must have something on your back, monkey. And my father said, Yes, because he did. He had his knapsack on his back. What do you have on your back, monkey? asked the voice. My father didn't know what to say because what would a monkey have on his back and how would it sound telling someone about it if it did have something on his back? Just then another voice said, I bet you're taking your sick grandmother to the doctors. My father said, yes, and hurried on. Quite by accident, he found out later that he had been talking to a pair of tortoises. The second thing that happened was that he nearly walked right between two wild boars who were talking in low, solemn whispers. When he first saw the dark shapes, he thought they were boulders. Just in time, he heard one of them say, There are three signs of a recent invasion. First, fresh tangerine peels were found under the wahoo bush near the ocean rocks. Second, a mouse reported an extraordinary rock some distance from the ocean rocks, which upon further investigation simply wasn't there. However, more fresh tangerine peels were found in that same spot, which is the third sign of invasion. Since tangerines do not grow on the island, somebody must have brought them across the ocean rocks from the other island, which may, or may not, have something to do with the appearance and or disappearance of the extraordinary rock reported by the mouse. After a long silence, the other boar said, You know, I think we're taking all this too seriously. Those peels probably floated over here all by themselves, and you know how unreliable mice are. Besides, if there had been an invasion, I would have seen it. Perhaps you're right, said the first boar. Shall we retire? Whereupon they both trundled back into the jungle. Well, that taught my father a lesson, and after that he saved all his tangerine peels. He walked all night and toward morning came to the river. Then his troubles really began. That's all we have for today, readers. I hope you enjoyed this story. I'll see you again next time 